Welcome back to the Eat Sweet Podcast, the most delicious podcast in Texas newspapers, Texas radio. Uh, it's the most delicious podcast of all. I'm Bud Kennedy for DFW.com with producer Nick Dean. How are y'all? Rick Press is somewhere eating hamburgers. We just He just couldn't stop. He's, he's still on a burger beat somewhere. And see, we've already said that we weren't going to say. Yeah, I said I, I wasn't going to use the B word this, so this we, podcast, we but we've already broken it. We promised this would be a burger-free, but, but you know, we just couldn't last five seconds without saying something about burgers. But this week, there's more news than just burgers. There's there's a lot of news, Bud. Um, what do you know about the Lonesome Dove fire that happened earlier in the week and uh, at lonesome dove there was a, a uh, uh, some sort of fire it, it you know people don't get the wrong idea the restaurant was not destroyed yeah there was a, a fire that started uh like under the back window behind the the kitchen in the main dining room it started uh, outside the restaurant maybe an air conditioning unit and it smoked up and burned the uh, rear part of the dining room uh you know when i was over there tim was very upset he, he was uh you know, he'd seen his original dream, uh, you know, a lot of it burned. And, and But the fact of the matter is the main dining room was about half uh, burned and charred, uh, half of it's fine, and then the whole private party side is just fine. So the last I talked to him, he was going to be doing private parties, uh, you know, within a few days after the fire. Mm. And then he said the restaurant will be back open within two months. So everything that you remember from Lonesome Dove is fine. It's still going to be back in place. It's just a lot of the the rear dining room area will have to be replaced. Yeah, that I mean, and there was a lot of chaotic chaos happening over there because there was a fire, and then there was also a shooting because a car chase had ended like a couple minutes, I think, afterward in the same area. So it was a busy day in the yeah. Newsroom. There was much traffic tangle. You know, usually like the stockyards doesn't really kick into action until about one in the afternoon. It's usually pretty right. sleepy over there at six forty-five in the morning. And right. so, yeah, there's a lot of stockyards activity over there and and mm. fire and police. But Tim found out. Actually, when one of the TV stations called him and said, hey, what do you know about Lonesome Dove? And he said, what do you mean? Oh, and, gosh. Uh, so they, they woke him up, and he got on out to the he got on out to the fire scene. It was not as bad as I was afraid at the beginning, and it looks like the whole um, – the, the Dovelys side, the private party side is fine, mm. and I think Tim will probably be able to make – he said that he'll be back in two months, if not sooner. And, I, you know, this is his, his bell cow. This is the restaurant that made him famous, and I think he'll be back serving those garlic sirloins tenderloins well in other food news and one we were talking about a mainstay a fort worth mainstay and now we're talking about a newcomer and i i can't even hide the bias that i have for this place so what's what's welcoming we're welcoming connie rosso onto magnolia in other food news that may be (laughs) much more important to a certain generation of dfw (laughs) podcast the arrival of more pizza but this is not just any pizza yeah i wouldn't man it is i have had poetic for us about the connie rosso pizza well you know First of all, I'll drive all the way to Dallas to eat it, and I think that says enough. Is it <laughs> but, like the thin crust or the wood um, burning? Yeah, it's Neapolitan, and so it, it has a thinner crust, but I wouldn't say thin crust. It's just, you know, you can just really tell that they, they use really great ingredients, and I always get a uh, prosciutto e rucola, and so it has a rucola on top, and it's just always so fresh and one of the best like pizzas that I've just ever had. Like I'm willing to drive to Dallas to eat it because it's so good, and now I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. You know, a pizza has only really exploded in this market in the last 20 years or so. I mean, we had chains that came out. Pizza came back to, to Texas, at least, after World War II. The soldiers mm. who had been in Italy yeah. came home and said, you know, we'd really like to have some more of this pizza. Right. <laughs> and then to the point that people opened up, it was pizza pie. Yeah. You know, and things like that. 
and then then came the chains, and then lately we've had some actual chefs work on pizza. But this is pizza like in Naples, and mm -hmm. to the point that it's been approved by the authorities in Naples to use the name Neapolitan pizza. It's like you can't have champagne unless it came from France. Right. You can't have Neapolitan pizza unless Naples says you can. Wow. And I mean, I believe it because the pizza is just to die for. And, and I'm excited to see it come to Fort Worth. I'm a little nervous about the location that it's at. Um, just for You're nervous about Magnolia and Lipscomb. Well, I, I like Magnolia Avenue a lot. I'm nervous about maybe I'm nervous as a customer because I love it so much. How what the wait's going to be like because it's in such a great area. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say, does this get down to that deal that you said last time? That's the family end of Magnolia. Yeah, well, it, it does still kind of get down. It is down there. It's right next to Brood, right? It's in yeah. the old Ryan's Grocer. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I mean I've seen its new location in at White Rock Lake. Uh, in Dallas, and so I'm interested to see how Conoroso takes over that building. You're just fearing the the sudden arrival of of, of everyone of, of moms and suburbans <laughs> with kids and. Baby I buggies. love this place so much that I had my birthday there a couple weeks ago. So yeah. I mean, to hear that I was coming to Fort Worth, I'm excited about yeah. it. And I don't ever go to grand openings, but I'll probably be seen at this grand opening well, because I'm, I'm glad you know, <laughs> Nick. I'm glad to hear that we can that we can ruin two of your favorites, you know, Rodeo Gold and Conoroso. <laughs> I'm telling you, I just it's been a good it's been a good couple weeks for my favorite place. Yeah. We're, 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 we're going to knock them down. We're going to send all the readers of the Star <laughs> Telegram there. Well, Conoroso is not the only pizza on, on Magnolia. There's That's a couple true. of other pizza There's, pastas. Uh, we've got Zio Carlo. Right. Um, I don't know if Nonatata does a pizza. But it's Very at least rarely. Italian. Yeah. And um, then there's the pizza and pasta place across the street that I can't think of the name of right this second. But mm. it's 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 uh, it's a mainstay pizza and pasta. And then another pizza and pasta, uh, Tony's, which is one of the original. Uh, this whole pizza and pasta thing started with Albanian immigrants mm. and their friends from Brooklyn about 30 years ago. Right. And they started coming in. Now there's more than 100 Albanian immigrant pizza and pasta restaurants in Tarrant County. But one of the very first was Tony's. And it started out as Black Sea Pizza on Hemphill. Tony is not an Albanian immigrant, but he had cooked with that, that type of restaurant in Brooklyn. So it was a, a New York pizza to him. But, um, but now he's opening on Jennings at Hemphill next to the uh, Jennings and, and Pennsylvania. Next okay. To the Rainbow Lounge. And okay. So he's, he's opening Tony's Pizza and Pasta, that space. So that's one of the original yeah. pizza places. And that'll be the simple, inexpensive. It'll cost about half what it does to eat at Conoroso, but it'll still be a good pizza. Uh, I have a question. I was reading your Eat Speeds column, and I love Thai food, and I saw we're getting a happy happy bowl. Happy bowl. You ever go to I've happy never bowl? been. So okay. You will think happy bowl is like out in the middle of a movie set somewhere because it's in this part of white settlement, uh -huh. which a lot of white settlement looks like a movie set. But right. it's in this part of white settlement that was built in the 50s when like post-war cars will boom. And it's like this strip center that looks like it looks like something they would use in a movie where a little kid be riding a bicycle along and there'd be a barber. <laughs> it looks this Mayberry-ish wow. little strip center with a service with an old-timey service station across the street. Mm. Looks like 1957. Well, all my life there was this Chinese restaurant there called Happy's, and the uh, the Thai family took it over a couple of years ago and made it into a Thai restaurant, Happy Bowl Thai, and they they really had great success. It's cheap it's fun they're like eight dollar lunches they come with your egg roll and your oh. and, and your you know tea and everything and and uh, and you know they, they have uh, they have all these great specials and the thai spice is really right the chicken panang or the 
the uh, Kepau with Basil, whatever you and like. And so the news of this is that they're opening a new location? They're opening a new location in the Cultural District. They'll be in the Chikoski Center on 7th next to Michael's, mm. uh, where uh, there used to be a, a, a burger place there. So oh, okay. Happy Bowl's coming in. Uh, it's Restaurant Week, or Restaurant Week continues. Uh, and uh, the Restaurant Week runs through Labor Day at the last... 10 or so restaurants. You get dinner for 35 or $40. Part of the money goes to Lena Popom. And also this weekend, Brownstone's running a food bank uh, uh, charity promotion too. So yeah. don't forget that. Is the the Brownstone I also thought was doing a Kids Craddock, uh, Kids Kids um, benefit, I think, Casino Night on Saturday. I know the information's on DFW.com. Um, let me look it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure the brownstone is holding that for them as well it was kind of a last minute thing to raise money for uh craddock's and a lot of restaurants are doing uh kid craddock fundraisers and charity events which i think i think is just phenomenal but let me Um, just say always ask you know when when a restaurant says come out to our charity event a portion of the proceeds will go to blah 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 always ask what portion because you know if it's like i mean all they have to do to say it's a benefit all they have to do is give one penny to charity and it's legally a benefit. So always ask, you know, how much of this is really going to the charity? Am I really supporting the cause that I think I'm supporting, or is this just a business promotion? So uh, Brownstone's giving five yes. dollars of the dinners to Tarrant Area Food Bank. Restaurant a week gives seven dollars or nine dollars of each dinner to Lena Pope Home. Huh. That's pretty good. That's twenty, you know, twenty twenty five percent of the money is going right. to the charity. Um, yeah, DFW.com says that the Kids Craddock Kids Kids Benefit is a casino night on Saturday at 10 p.m. at the Brownstone in Fort yeah, Worth. Yeah. So if you want to head out there, they're going to have stuff set up to be able to give to that benefit. Um, and, you know, I've never actually participated in Restaurant Week, but having I've seen it on social media a lot this, this past week and probably in the week to come, and I'll probably try and do it next week, next year. It's a good uh, – it's a lot of money, $25 lunch, $35, $45 dinner. But it's a good chance to check out a restaurant that mm. usually would be more expensive. Always look at the menu because some of the restaurants put out a real thin, skimpy menu. Right. And some of the restaurants really go all out and right. have a great dinner. There's a restaurant in Weatherford. There's a steakhouse called the Wild Mushroom. Mm. And he's like a cowboy steakhouse all year. But he's doing a French restaurant menu for restaurant week. He, he has all French food for restaurant mm. week. And it's just a, a chance to do something different right. and fun and see a place. Well, bud. I think that, that we I, we try to just like race through it wherever Rick is. He wasn't here to like argue with us about any of this. Yeah, I think I think you, maybe you and I just agree. Well, you know, I'm just still in you know I think a happy place with Conorosa coming and Thai food coming, and uh, it's good to know that the Lonesome Dove is is fixable. Um, you know, it's just been it's it, a lot of food news, I guess. But we're gonna have to get out there and try some things and bring them back into the podcast. That's what we're here for. Until next week.